welcome to Review Queens, the podcast where two dorks watch and discuss movies and TV shows we love. I'm Darian. And I'm Q. All right. So this week we are going to be just, uh, finishing up The Boys, um, continuing with Westworld, and starting American Gods, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Shit's Creek. So let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. But first, one thing that I'm super excited about, more info has come out about the new Doctor Strange Multiverse <laughs> Madness movie. I find it really funny that both of us found articles this week, things. two different things. <laughs> my thing, my thing was mainly about uh, the costuming that was coming uh-huh. through. They confirmed that they were going to do a new costume, but it's from the comics, a canonical yeah. costume from the comics, which you know more about that than I do. They don't, they didn't confirm which one it's going to be. They just said it's going to be new from the comics. Mm-hmm. In the same vein, they were talking about Scarlet Witch and her costume and her also yeah. making an appearance in Multiverse Madness. Yeah. Which is super cool because that's something that we both were wondering while at the end Wanda while watching Wanding, yeah. And the end of it kind of led into that idea of multiverses. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they say with the MCU, it's all connected. It's all connected so. with the MCU. And I think that was the one that I sent you was that there was, um, it's a little rumory, but it mm-hmm. kind of made me excited that they're reportedly going to feature two different super superhero teams. Yes. So it might not, it's, you know, they're not going to say that if it is going to be the Avengers. Most likely, they're trying mm-hmm. to see if it's going to be the MCU's first family, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Or if it's going to be a group of mutants. Because, again, people are trying to wait to see how are they going to introduce mutants into all of this. So Yeah, because they finally got the rights to X-Men back. Mm-hmm. So their whole stint of mutants don't exist and blah, 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 <laughs> when they totally do in, exactly. you know, in comic canon. So how they're going to reintroduce them into the universe could be, this could be the perfect opportunity for it. Yeah. I That's where my brain is going. I will be sad if they don't go that route and it's something else. Else, but you know, it is it is what it is. I it mean, is, uh, they'll yeah. find a creative way to introduce mutants back into the world somehow. Oh yeah, no, it is what it is, and I'm sure they're going to you know do a very good job with it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just I'm super excited about it. Something I'm also excited about. Well, I guess I'm just more interested about. I want to see how they're going to do. Um, I said this. A couple of weeks ago, and we forgot it last podcast. But they are making a Powerpuff Girl um, TV show, (gasps) live action. How could we forget (laughs) about that? I was so excited. Like, I I I didn't even hear anything that they were even thinking about it, but they already got a cast and stuff. And why it sent it to me is because one of the cast members, Chloe Bennett. Yes. I follow her because she was on S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, She was... uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's right. She was... Daisy Johnson and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I love her. I don't, I can't remember who they said that she was playing. I know it's not Buttercup. I think it's Blossom. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're supposed to be like the Powerpuff Girls in their 20s, all Mm -hmm. grown up and having to deal with the real world, so... 
interested to see it, wanting to see it, so I'm very, very excited about that. I'm super excited, because that's super nostalgic for me. I lived and breathed the Powerpuff Girls when I was younger. (laughs) I always wanted to... I always thought I was going to be Blossom, you know, the pink one. I'm Mm -hmm. definitely a mix of... I'm strong bubbles, I think. Just non-confrontational. And it's going to be cute, because it's exploring them and their lives after being forced to be working children. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I'm also the bubbles where now they have that... (laughs) That like weird TikTok going around where it's like, you know, where's Bubbles? He's like, she's probably in the bathroom going, I'm gonna be the prettiest one in the party. (laughs) I'm gonna be the prettiest one in the party. Yeah. Uh, That was definitely my energy growing up. (laughs) And I I was also like strong, still am very strong, like sports. Yeah. (laughs) Sports energy. So I'm also uh, Buttercup as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Buttercup. Yeah. Buttercup was the one. I'm excited for it. And another thing you shared with me, speaking of TV shows, Mm -hmm. is they're making a Lord of the Rings TV show. That one I did know about. Absolutely. (laughs) Gimme, 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 gimme. I love Lord of the Rings. Love Lord of the Rings. If if a day's worth of a trilogy was not enough, they're just like, you know what? We did not go into depth enough. (laughs) I mean, let's make it a TV show. Truthfully, though, like if you read the books, there's even books before the books. I know. Because there's the whole Cimmerillion, and then there's books before that. There's other books that go into, like, the elves finding Middle-earth, and then it talks about the Hobbit, and then you go into the Lord of the Rings story. Then there's even books after that. The Tolkien universe is huge. So the fact that they're actually doing a more in-depth TV show on it, I think is fantastic, especially for all those diehard Tolkien nerds out there, <laughs> looking at you, Steve Colbert. Um, right? Love that guy. <laughs> it's amazing. So I really hope they uh, do do right by the Tolkien universe I and make it are. epic. I mean, that was kind of one of the things that they even said with um, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. that they made it a show because they could not just, you know, do a movie of that size ever again. Yeah. But even with that, that there was so much in the books that they wanted to really get into. But even then, they still miss some stuff. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, even in the extended director's cuts, there was still more. Yeah. Still way more that they could have done. So it's really cool that they're getting this opportunity to finally expand it and go into depth on it. Yeah. So no, I'm, I'm stoked. About beyond that. stoked. I need a cast list ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then one last thing that we are excited for, like we said last time, we were going to go over these... Um, award shows and they put out the nominations for go, um, Golden Globes. No, that was last No, that was last time. Um, the, the Oscars. Oscars. The Academy Awards. I'm yeah, sorry, man. Name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that actual, you know, that, that legal legal, that legal you know? Legal, yeah. I mean, there's only so many shows like actual movies that I've seen on the list, so that's mm-hmm. gonna be something that maybe we catch up on or maybe not. Maybe they get the reward and we're like, oh yeah, so let's watch it. But, I mean, we did see, uh, what is it? 
the Billie United States. We saw the United States versus Billy Holiday, mm-hmm. and we also watched Judas the Black Messiah. Yeah, this time we watched Judas and the Black mm-hmm. Messiah. Um, still excited about uh, Minari's nomination. Just yes, in. that is Glenn from The Walking Dead getting his props. So I absolutely. Love that. Um, I'm excited, yeah. like, because I just love Anthony Hopkins. The father <laughs> got nominated. Have not seen it. There, I think, looking at this list just from seeing only one of them actually on the list, but seeing previews and reviews and snippets from the others, mm-hmm. it's a really, really good pick of ones for best picture. Oh, very yeah. strong. Even all the categories are very strong this year. Oh, Incredibly yeah. strong. I mean, they definitely took to heart when people were saying that, you know, it suspiciously looks like it's a lot of white nominees. Oh, yeah. Years. Mm-hmm. Suspiciously looks like they're all male nominees previous years so yes they at least got some women we'll see if they actually win that'll be a big one because yep. they're the ones still voting um, absolutely speaking of oscars i did send you this one just kind of really late um apparently they're saying that they don't want to hold it as zoom like how they did the golden globe mm-hmm. everyone was just on zoom calls it was still gonna be yeah. in person they want them to come in person and said there's there's no way we're gonna do zoom so i wonder how many people are actually going to show up because mm-hmm. there's still a pandemic on that didn't go yes. away just because you know thankfully now people are getting their immunizations Right. There's there's still a cause for concern. So they're just saying, well, if you feel concerned, you can stay home, but you're not going to be here to accept your award if you win. Exactly. And like, I get it. The Oscars is a big thing in American Mm -hmm. culture and for movie and cinema. It's big. It's huge. And the pandemic does throw a wrench into the whole thing. But also you have to consider the safety of the crew that puts it on, the safety of the Mm -hmm. actors, their families, the town, like L.A. Like, they're a super hotspot right now. So I predict not... I don't predict the theater is not going to be filled like it has been in the past. They're going to have a lot of people not want to go and that's fine a hundred percent like don't go if you don't feel comfy but it's going to be that thing where they're going to have to do the cardboard stand-ins like a lot of other shows have had to do and sports events have had to do yeah for the people's safety and i think that's probably why they're going to do it just because you know there was they got a lot of flack for the super bowl yeah when they still they have people come in in person so i just yeah um it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting for sure. It's a very, it's a more diverse cast. It's a more yeah. diverse <laughs> cast of nominations, directors, lead actresses, um, both supporting and in real life. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. But yeah. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. That's going to be April 15th, I think they said. April 15th. Yeah, so we'll Super close. Um, oh, March is almost over. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. just hit me really, really hard, guys. Time's so wibbly-wobbly. Time is wibbly-wobbly, but to fill the hours, I have started watching Shit's Creek. Finally! <laughs> Finally! This is oh. one that I have not actually watched until now. After all the good things that people have said about it. So I'm excited. It's really funny. Isn't it hilarious? I'm glad. Um... It kind of gives me, like, a lot, like, very, very Arrested Development vibes. Mm-hmm, very much so. 
hand. I don't know everyone's names. I'm sorry. It's going to take me a little bit more than like four or five episodes to get people's names. Oh, there's a lot of people. So you have you have time. Yeah. But can we just Daniel and Eugene Levy, father and son oh. working, playing father and son. Yeah. Working together on this funny show. They're fantastic. They are. They're, they're great. So and also, like... Catherine O'Hara. Mm-hmm. My God. I just love her. She gives so many great one-liners. So does <laughs> right. Annie Murphy. Just the whole main cast is so good. solid. Yeah. So solid. Those are some good. But I have to, I have to know, like, so far, because I've watched, I've rewatched, I should say, mm-hmm. a few of the episodes. How, what's your impression on, like... I don't know, the whole show together. I know you said Arrested Development vibes. Do you think it's, you know, weird? Some people say it's like a little weird or it tries to play the office and the good place. And it's like, yeah, it's that same style. But I mean, what what are your interpretations of it? I don't get the office or, um, you know, the good place. Like I said, it's a lot more Arrested Development vibes mm-hmm. of, like, there here's this dysfunctional family who, who've had wealth and kind of lost their wealth and are kind of being ridiculous when it comes to having to do normal things, which I love. So mm-hmm. I, I find it very enjoyable to watch. It's a very easy watch again. So I'm really trying to fight hard on if I should just binge watch all of it all at once. <laughs> Almost, almost it's that. it's binge worthy it is binge worthy because it's so um, quick it's so fun and that's what it's, it's great really, they're really fast episodes i think it's because we've gotten i've gotten used to um a lot of the one hour episodes packed full of all this yes stuff. so it's really nice just to be like week by week oh my god i'm having a panic attack like, <laughs> <laughs> just really... so this is our panic attack break show this yes. is our breaks from the panic attacks and yeah. from the lore dumps it's, it's fine it's really, it's I really, really know how to time. pick them, don't I? Yes. This it gives you kind of a glimpse into the shows that I'm into because you'll find guys that it, there will be a lot of me saying I have never sure. seen this in my life because yeah. I'm the type of person that watches a f- total of five core shows, sometimes three, over and over and over and over and over, and I don't really branch out a whole lot. So uh-huh. this is forcing me into new territory. Yeah, yeah. and even and I'm surprised you have never seen this. When you told me. I know. I never got a chance to watch it just because it, it came on while I was watching something else. Uh, you'll notice that a lot about me. That's why it seems that I already know a lot about the show. <laughs> because I'm watching them as they come out. But... Um, yeah, I just kind of missed it. And mm-hmm. because of all the hype, I mean, I am that kind of contrarian where it's like, if people say it's popular, then I'm just like, I don't want to watch that. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> like, I watched it before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's... So I, and, and also, because I have that need to binge watch something because I want to know what happened so bad. It's the spoiler that, goblin. Yeah, yeah, spoiler goblin. I have to let it play out so there's something to binge watch. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to let it, you got to let it marinate. You got to let yeah. it get there. Get it, get a few seasons un- under its belt so it's not 
Firefly all over again, and yeah. it's one and done. It's one and done. Yeah. I mean, even some of the other ones that we are just adding, I'm just like, there's not more. Should we wait a month and then watch them all at once? So this is, I mean, this is already hard for me, but I do like that there's a lot of seasons. Um, again, super funny, super easy to watch, so I probably might run through this really fast, and we're going to have to be picking another show. <laughs> I, I, I'm i not, you know, opposed to that, because it's such a quick watch. It's show hilarious. Mm-hmm show hilarious so hilarious hilarious. it is show hilarious (laughs) but one of my favorite moments was a callback from have you ever seen the scary movie movies yes so remember the scary movie chris elliott the little the little small hand (laughs) the there's a moment in one of the early episodes of schitt's creek where he's like digging into the cheese fondue i had such a callback to uh scary movie and i laughed so hard but i was also like Oh my god! <laughs> so every every time I see him, that's all I think about, and so I kind of want to throw <laughs> in my mouth, even when he's being normal. Like, yeah. Um, he was also on How I Met Your Mother mm-hmm. as one of the other people's dads, and he was like a game developer, or whatever. So every time he was even on there, he wasn't doing anything gross and disgusting, putting his hands in. But that's all you think stuff. of. But that's all I think of. It's burned in your, your mind. Yes, <laughs> in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> <In> the mashed <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> So, I mean, I love him, too. I love how um, oblivious his character is with the sign. Like, oh my why God. do you hate me? Why do you hate my family? He's just like, it looks like she's doing this girl. He's like, that's his sister. That doesn't make it any better. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm going to fix it. it. And then he literally puts a sign next to the sign that says, don't, don't worry, worry, it's his sister. sister. See, it's that kind, oh. of, that kind of humor where it's like... Yeah. Because I know we talked about this with Borat last week. Mm-hmm. It's that that kind of funny, stupid, where it's actually like some good satire and it's actually good jokes that build yeah. and get there. That I can do. You, Sometimes yeah. stupid for the sake of stupid. You can't. I can't do. But yeah. this is that's why I love this show is that it's stupid, just fun, funny, fun yeah. times and the dynamics, the family dynamic between all of them. I love Catherine O'Hara as Moira. Just, <laughs> oh, she's, she's just hilarious and David has such a special place in my heart. I, I love know. him I, I already so love much. I know everyone says that they love Daniel Levy and I can see why. <laughs> I mean, like, you can definitely see why. He was recently in a movie as well with um, Kristen Stewart with Kristen Stewart on Hulu that I want to see just for funsies. Maybe we can watch it and talk about it. Because mm-hmm. he plays a very similar character, but he is also just... He's that naturally charismatic that you're just yes. like, yes, yes, girl, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, he is. And when he did, um, when he hosted Saturday Night Live, even the oh, yeah. Saturday Night Live were just like, he came through, gave us all hugs and cards, and like, now we can't do anything else because he yeah. just feels so good. So I, he's, yeah, he's such I a guess. ray of positivity and sunshine. I love him I love so him very so much. much. Yeah, so. But rays I, of positivity <laughs> fall to rays of just darkness and mystery <laughs> and company and espionage because oh my <laughs> rays of darkness come on we're talking about Westworld guys like oh. we are we're continuing Westworld and oh my yeah. gosh it is beefing up 
beefing, beefing up because you get more, more lore. Elsie's not dead. She's not, not dead. dead. I was, I for sure thought Bernard killed her. I for sure thought so. Everyone but, thought so. But That's nope, she be, like, she's she in the cave. Yeah, <laughs> she she's disappeared. And I was like, I thought last week, I was like, nah, Darren, she did. She did. There's no way. But nope, she's alive. She's alive in the cave and she's fine. Still super weary of Bernard, even though Bernard's like, no, I'm a robot. Like, I'm a host. Ford fucked with my mind. I don't know what's happening. I don't remember. I'm trying to figure it out. I need your help. She still helps him, which is nice, but she still has that, like, leery eye of, like, mm, I'm watching you, dude, because... Well, I mean... For sure. see that she, you know, maybe she's helping him, one, just because she was already kind of of that mind of they're waking up, they're starting yeah. to become aware. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a natural leap for her that, hey, my friend is a robot. He's kind of proving this theory that they became aware. Now, is that true? We don't actually know. Yeah. I know. But we don't actually know. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> the we the we were talking about is me. Guys, yeah. turn that W upside down. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 going it's only going to get crazier and I love it. Oh, I love it. it. I love it so much. I do because I was curious at the very beginning when they jumped to that other park because that was my other and I was like there's multiple parks. What? I got I, and then they jump to the multi, the other park that's set in like 1920s India and like the Taj and all that yes, stuff. Yes. And you meet this girl I originally thought was like a younger version of the CEO Dutch lady. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name for the life of me still. She's still Teresa. Dutch lady. Teresa, Teresa, thank you. I thought it was her young as young, a young person. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then they cut to her waking up on a beach with the ghost nation over her head. And you didn't see her again until a few episodes later when she comes riding up on a horse to the man in black saying, hi, dad. I'm sorry. What? Yep. You get a, that's right. This, (laughs) that's, that's his daughter. When he said that his family was afraid of him, that is said family. So, you already know that the wife is dead. Yep, killed herself. Yeah. We know um, that. You see that, you know, the daughter has has visited the park before, came to the park again mm-hmm. during this whole upheaval. So that's where you saw, like, one, the person that she was sleeping with, apparently real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they both, like, they both have that moment of, are you No. Are you? No. That was really funny. Like, that, like, that tension like mm-hmm. teasing playful moment but also very on your guard very well done very well done. very well done i and loved that just a little reminder no one can tell the difference yeah you Unless cannot they're shooting you in the face like the robots can tell the difference but the people cannot tell the difference yeah so you know who who can you trust exactly you can't really trust anybody but it's interesting to see how similar she is to the man in black to William Mm -hmm. like how much like him and how much she isn't like him she has a lot of that grit and survival and know-how and knows how to kick some ass but she's also uh has more human qualities (laughs) and more of a moral compass we shall say than her father does which makes me so sad that when they had that beautiful moment around the campfire where she's like I shouldn't have said that mom's death was your fault that was not fair of me to put on you Mm -hmm. and I don't want to lose you to 
like go out in this blaze of glory in this park that you seem obsessed with. You you can't do that to me. I'm here to get you. And he seems to be on board with it. And he's like, all right, cool. Like, I'll leave. That's fine. I'll leave. And then he just leaves her and yeah. goes away because he's so obsessed and psychotic about this game that cool. Ford wrote for him. And I'm like, I mean, William... I want to see the end, my guy. Please continue. <laughs> I want to see the end. But also, I feel bad for your daughter, man. She really kind of, like, let her heart out on her sleeve there. She did, but you also kind of... Um, I don't know if you got to that part or if I am... My timelines are, are mixed up because wibbly I was wobbly. just watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it's wibbly-wobbly. Time it's has wibbly, no meaning. Yeah, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Um, he just leaves her, and I don't know if you actually got to this part. It's not a spoiler. This is part of the season. Mm-hmm. Is that, again, he, they can't tell. So yeah. He doesn't know. Like, here's his daughter saying all these wonderful things to him. Yes, I got there. But, he he doesn't believe it because, because yeah. the last memory he has is her blaming him for her mom dying. And yeah. You find out why she blames him, which I, that's one that I'm not giving away. Yeah, I'm not um, there yet. You're not there. I'm not yet. there I'm yet for sure. So that you know, there is a reason why she blamed him in the first place. Mm-hmm. But also, they were already kind of afraid of him up to that point. Yeah. So you kind of see that the game that he's playing isn't so much that he's trying to find something, but it's more that he wants the danger. He wants the real stakes. Not only does it make him feel alive, but you know, it's kind of a suicide mission, like she said. Yeah. You're trying to go down in this blaze of glory because you think that we we think that you're evil, but we don't. And so he's just like, my daughter would never say this. She hates me. Yeah. And I think that's what so that's, that's the main thing that made me sad. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that made me sad is because he definitely was very suspicious. He was like, oh, really, Ford? Like, you're going to mm-hmm. put my daughter into this? Really? He thought yeah. it was Ford. He doesn't believe that she's real. Yeah. So that was the saddest part for me is that, no, she's real. And he just doesn't believe it. And it's this whole dance of, mm-hmm. you know, please believe me, please come with me. And he's just not believing it at all. Yeah. And this is just me spitballing here. I think that's part of Ford's game that he that's just me thinking, like, maybe that's part of what Ford's game is for <laughs> William of making William realize that. You're actually a human with a lot of morals, and you really don't want what you thought you did, my guy. Mm, I mean, that that would be something. Um, real quick. <laughs> You're just like, no. <laughs> Confirmed, not right. Confirmed, not correct. Okay, moving on. <laughs> no, it's... Okay, so that's something that I haven't considered before, but I could consider it. Like, I could see, I could see that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different stuff at play here. Uh, my question is, have you gotten to the guy in the room with that old man just going about a daily routine in the room oh yes um uh uh-huh the delos Mm -hmm. yeah big delos Delos. Mm -hmm. he was a robot that they were trying to bring back and he was still down there he's still down there yes but that was an important piece because you see the delos corporation that william ends up inheriting uh, inheriting that's who um that's who he married into yes logan delos was the brother-in-law mm-hmm. and um, juliet was the daughter uh, yep he married juliet um what they're trying to do is that they're trying to put a very human brain yeah. into a robot 
to see if they can, you know, after they die, they can still keep living in this kind of immortal body. But Mm -hmm. as you're seeing, every time he tells them, we've been here before, or every time he finds out, like, I'm a robot, I died, he glitches out. Yeah. So that's also, um, I'm just going to give this away now that you know that. That's what they were trying to get off, or that's what they were trying to smuggle out. Okay, that makes sense. I figured it was something having that's, to do with yeah, that. That's that's essentially what they're trying to do. I mean, you kind of jump to those conclusions. I think at some point they actually say it, but you kind of miss it because it's a little blip. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what they were trying to smuggle out was the profiles of the customers. Like, all these people. That's why it's such an extravagant amount. Not just the bespoke old-timey suits, Yeah. also... They're recording your brain data so they can keep it somewhere. So in case you die, they're just going to make a robot of you at your, you know, at the height of at your prime. And then they're just going to download your brain into the robot. But they haven't really been able to figure it out because, again, yeah, once you realize that you're dead, you can't really accept that. Yeah. Ford um, in the first season mentioned something about that when he said maybe we'll awaken Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's what they're trying to do mm-hmm. is they're trying to make Lazarus and be and be immortal. Yeah. Essentially. And they're not like the first show to kind of like explore that. But the way they're exploring it is really cool. Oh, yeah. It's it's really cool. It's like it's a different it's a fun, engaging spin on it that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoy that. And I really enjoyed Samurai Land. Samurai Samurai Land. Samurai World was great. That whole thing with Maeve where she can now control people with her mind. Yes. That was super cool. And I also felt super bad for Maeve when she finally gets to her daughter and realizes She's been replaced, replaced yeah. with another host that mm-hmm. she sees as, that her daughter sees as her mom. Yeah. And so Maeve's awake, but realizes her daughter doesn't remember her. Her daughter hasn't just been here on her own. Yeah. She's actually been redone with a whole new story and a whole new mom. Yeah. Well, not like a whole new story, but like a whole new They just kind person. of replaced her. Like yeah. did in the first season with Dolores' dad. Exactly. Just swapped him out. Just swapped him out. Um, so, yeah, that is, that's super sad to see because, of course, Maeve remembers, but her mm-hmm. daughter doesn't. Yeah. This new lady doesn't. Yeah. So they, of course, think that they're, you know, mother and daughter, but Maeve remembers this little girl as her daughter. Mm-hmm. So those feelings were manufactured. That's just mm-hmm. something that she could not get rid of. Yeah. Um, Samuel World was my favorite. I it was wanna, the best. Like, this is where you see that Westworld, as a TV show, does the awesomest, awesomest thing of calling back, like, mirror, mirroring different scenes. Mm-hmm. And... Different, um, the same music, just a different cover. Yes, I so. the the um I recognized uh, the painted black version mm-hmm. that they did in Samurai World. Yeah. Oh, and like the characters, and again, super huge kung fu martial art movie person. Oh, love it! Like all of it, I <laughs> flipped. I immediately um, said, if this was real, I'd go there. I know uh, it's super dangerous, and I probably really wouldn't survive. Oh, yeah, yeah, we would but I would go there and. <laughs> 
risk my life to learn how to be a samurai. Are you kidding me? I mean, what? I and I mean, I love that Maeve looks at at the writer guy. Uh, what's his name? Because I always think I'm wrong. Sizemore. Sizemore, and just like really, dude. Because of course she. Yeah. The same storyline she's been repeating with uh, what's his face. Literally. <laughs> time. So I love that little moment. Also, the guy who who's like the the actual samurai, like the disgraced samurai. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember his name and I wish I could do it justice on the pronunciation because I am bad at that unless they say it in me, like, to my face. Um, he is such a good like mm-hmm. sword. Oh, Swordsman? swordsman? Oh, like, yes. I that I remember seeing, like, a little, like, you know, after the episode kind of thing mm-hmm. where they were talking about they had to make him do it. Like, they had him teach them how to, like, do sword fight. swords. Sword fighting. Yeah. And also, they had to tell him, like, you need to go slower because he was going too fast for the camera. It's literally like Bruce Lee. Like, they had to do that oh. same thing for Bruce Lee. <laughs> and you know he's about to be in Mortal Kombat, so I just... Oh, you know he's about to be in there. <laughs> Like, I think they would be <laughs> wrong to not put him in Mortal no, Kombat. Is. Oh, is he for real? Yeah. <gasps> yes. I am <Yes>. very <laughs> excited because he's great. I loved him. I loved the whole samurai world. Mm-hmm. Just that. Oh, just, oh it was um, great. The, the geisha version of Maeve. Mm-hmm. I, I felt so sad for her because that's what yeah. Maeve was like. I'm trying to find my, you know, my daughter who was like, um, I think her name was like. I want to say Kimiko or Kikio or something like that. It was one of those K names. But then, like, the, the bad guy kills her and... Yep. Yeah, again, they're they're robots. She's not really dead. She could be repaired and put back, but still, it's kind of still, like... Still, it's sad because... Yeah, like, that that doing all of this so she could save this girl. Right. And he kills her anyway. So when she got her revenge, I was like, yes! I loved yes, that. Like, that yes! <laughs> that moment where she just goes up and completely cuts his face in right. not his neck, neck his, his face his face, his face yes. in half I was like yes oh, yeah. it was that awesome samurai goodness that I was it like it was just too good it was my favorite part of the whole thing and it was crazy but even crazier is you first yes. finished the boys. the boys the boys I definitely said this, like <laughs> I'm too excited I said this last week I'm too yeah, excited too excited and I did so and I like, made Quinn do it cause here to give to give everyone kind of like set the scene a little bit I took a well unexpected midday five hour nap. Yep. Don't know what happened. I laid down, woke up. It was nine o'clock at night. And during that five hours, I was watching the boys. <laughs> Pretty much. And then after you were done, you texted me and was like, oh my God, I finished it. I'm so sorry, but you have to watch it. So I was like, okay. Bet. I couldn't sleep. I just woke up from five hours of sleep. Fast forward to 4 a.m. <laughs> I have now also finished the second season of The Boys. We are caught up. We are caught up. There's and no more. There's no more for a little bit. Apparently, they're still filming it because of COVID. They're yeah, filming it right now. Push it back. I think Seth Rogen um, choked at a 2020 panel for like the last Comic Con they had before we all had to quarantine. Yep. Where he was just like, "It'll be this decade." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "It'll it'll happen." At some point, maybe. Yeah, so they're still filming, but 
they are filming um, uh, the guy who plays Huey. Um, I forgot his actual name because I keep thinking of his dad's name. Um, Quaid. Quaid. Something Quaid. Something Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> young, young Dennis Quaid. Son of Dennis Quaid. Son of Dennis Quaid. <laughs> sorry, my guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're you're fabulous, but it's so it's, many names yeah, that we have so to remember. But uh, he posted on his Instagram a picture of him and the girl who plays Starlight. Like, yeah, season three. So yeah. they are actually filming. Um, but these last couple episodes, one, can I just say... I was right. I had a bad, bad vibe oh. from fucking Stormfront, and she's a fucking Nazi. Same, dude. As soon as she started, <laughs> as soon as she started making comments to A Train, I was like, "Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all." There's you know something. What? There's something wrong with that. It was the minute that they had one of her little rallies. It sounded suspiciously familiar. And sorry, this is not meant to be political, but you can draw your own conclusions. It sounded like a certain past president's rally. <laughs> Uh-huh. So yeah. I was like, I don't know, but I feel like she's pretty racist. Oh, no, and yeah. She was. <laughs> and she so was. Not only was she, she's older and shit. Mm-hmm. Was married to the founder of Vought, who was also a Nazi. Mm-hmm. And she's been who fucking knows where for how many years, and then all of a sudden pops up when she finds out. I don't know. I don't remember, like, what brought her out. Like, was it Homelander? I can't remember. Something brings her out where she goes to, um, they goes to Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> um, no, she, uh, she comes back out when they're trying to go forward with, um, go, being, um, not soup, not the super terrorist. Uh, going in the military. Yeah, going in the military because that's you mean that's what he says. Yeah, John Carlo Esposito, Mr. Edgar. Edgar. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to say Aaron, and I was like, that's not right. That's not his name. <laughs> that's not his name. Mr. That's a Edgar, word. When he, you know, um, spanks Homelander down to his level. He said, "You are mistaken in thinking that we are a superhero company. We're a pharmaceutical company." She is all helping to develop the V. Yeah. So when they're actually close enough to start selling it to the military, mm-hmm. she start, she comes out of the woodworks like, oh, I've just been operating in Portland. You know, I'm new up and coming and I have a following and I'm and I'm popular because even the Mr. Edgar, when um, Butcher goes, she doesn't like your kind either. He's just like, oh, I know. But. Yeah, he's like, he's basically like, it really hurts me to have to play to her right yeah, now. Because he's like, he, like, but there's a reason why. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for that. So, so, so. Oh, and that. she, I'm so glad she got what was coming to her from a very unexpected source. But it also makes me so sad yes, because kid, kid. Rebecca snaps to that little actor. Oh. Oh, yes. You know, some kid actors are not very good because they're kids, but that, him, like, just kind of... Having that breakdown moment. Saying sorry. Yes. Like, oh, that was so sad. So, so sad. And it was that moment of he tried... He was trying to save her. He He was. He had no intention. He he got really angry. You know, you saw the scene before, before she got outed as a Nazi, she was telling him, you know... Sorry. Um, She was telling him that his powers um, come from a place of hate. Mm -hmm. And also that, you know, if he needs to hate someone, hate everyone, you know, participating in white genocide. Not a thing. Not a thing. Not a thing. But, I mean, she erases, so who cares? (laughs) 
and she right? and she burnt to a crisp with she no arms or legs. Yeah, she they but basically Anakin Skywalkered her. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's that at that point, that's what he felt. He hated her. Yeah. So it it sucks that because her hand was around um, Becca's Becky's throat, that it basically ripped her throat out. Yep. So that was really sad. I mean, he's a kid. You're there there was nothing to do for that i did like the moment where butcher decides that he's going to be better than he was because you yes. can see that anger in oh i was so now worried she's actually dead i was worried i was so scared for this little boy because i thought butcher was going to just be that mm-hmm. person and kill the kid out of anger because you killed my wife like he didn't like him to begin with he, he did not on yeah. multiple occasions did not want this kid in his is in rebecca's life yeah he just wanted rebecca did not want the kid so now that rebecca's gone and it was the kid who killed her Mm -hmm. again not really his fault it is not his fault at all not his fault and and the last words rebecca says to butcher is make sure he knows it wasn't his fault Mm -hmm. because he is good which he is he is a good kid he is a good kid it's not that they're superheroes so they're bad it's that one they they weren't raised right. They were not That's raised right. Something that Rebecca says over and over to even Homelander, he's different than you because he has a mom. Yes, he um, has a parental figure. He has a he mom. has that has nurture. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you know the superheroes now again too, they're showing out because you've basically told them nobody can touch you. So of course yeah. they're going to go to their base baser instincts and do all this wrong. Like that's just people being wrong. Yes. But you know, Butcher has seen that it's not so much that they have powers because that was also I think one of those reasons why he stopped himself was because you see before when he has like his alone time with uh Annie, Starlight. <laughs> yeah. When he says, you know, when she says you hate me because I'm a superhero you don't know me and you are the exactly the same type of bully and you Mm -hmm. act the same way as Homelander you just don't have powers yeah so when he's sitting there about to you know picks up the crowbar to like hit this kid but then Homelander comes down from the sky sees his Nazi love and looks at the kid with murder in his eyes like come here finally Butcher's just like I don't want to be that yeah, he has so, that he has that come to Jesus moment mm-hmm. of literally looking in a mirror. Literally looking in a mirror. So. And and finally, you know, decides uh, no. He puts yeah. his foot down and decides mm-hmm. to be better, which character development for Butcher. Love, Love that so much. <laughs> but one of the biggest biggest cliffhangers of the entire freaking series. Oh my god. You the last scene you see the congress lady and yes. the leader of the cults oh. of of you know Scientology in the boys. Yes. Like he's it's like the boys Scientology. It basically is. <laughs> and she's just talking to him and he obviously has like political hooks in her and he's like, "Oh, like we'll make sure like all of this stuff stays under wraps and we'll continue to do our research if you continue our tax exemption and yeah. whatever whatever whatever." 
you know, political espionage, and all of a sudden his head explodes. Yeah. We still, like, in the same so, way that everybody did in the trial, that the CIA ladies had exploded, yeah. and we still don't know who it was until the camera that. pans out, and you find out that the congresswoman, who is so against soups, is a soup. Yes, and so I had, like, after I saw that, I had to rewatch the whole thing to see if it, like, see if I could, like, notice after they reveal it, like, did I miss stuff? Because it, like, seemed so inconsequential. Um... I did notice that in the trial when everyone's heads are exploding, yeah, the people's heads that are exploding are the people that she is looking at. Yeah. Um, it seems more that she was going, she was trying to silence someone and she lost control just because she was so scared. I don't think she is such a sociopath that she was acting scared. I mean, I could be completely wrong. You never know. Mm-hmm. But that's what it seemed like, that she basically lost control of her powers, and that's why she was so freaked out. It wasn't that there was death around her, or it could just be that there was death around her, because that's a long-range kind of power. So even Mm -hmm. with the CIA lady, she could have been yards away, and it's kind of like, oh, you know... I'm separated from it, so I don't really notice, and yeah. it's totally fine to take people's lives in my hand, but having someone's brain explode in your face? <laughs> that's, that's a little that's bit traumatizing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I just have to see them. Like, you, that's confirmed when you see her explode the leader's head, mm-hmm. and she's out like the grounds like the window the grounds and then the sidewalk she's a good almost like maybe half a football field away from this guy and all she has to do is look in the window to be in her line of sight that's it and that's it and that's incredibly powerful oh yeah so that's incredibly scary so i that is super scary i'm a little afraid for huey but i know huey's gonna make it out i mean unless they go like super far from the comic books which they might they kind of are yeah yeah. Um, then, you know, maybe they kill him off. I doubt it. Um, speaking of the comic box. Comic books. So, the yes. boys' comic books, if you ever actually read them, mm-hmm. they are, like I said, super brutal. Like, everything with um, Becca. Becca actually dies because this um, super kid, like the baby like claws its way out of her and so butcher actually kills that baby right there and then mm-hmm. um you know everything with huey they're basically the boys are taking the v like compound v to fight the heroes so they're mm-hmm. not so against like oh the world needs to know that this is how they got their powers they know yeah and they're basically like to be on an even even playing field they need to take the v um so they can give themselves powers. So they can be like, all right, we're supers now too. Super on super, let's go. Yeah. Um, Stormfront is a thing in the comic books, but it's a dude. And he is just coming out right from the jump like, I am a German Nazi. So, mm, you know, okay. that's that's kind of one thing. Um, also in the comic books, I didn't mention this before just because I don't like thinking about it. Because who, who likes to dwell on this? But it is a conversation. Um, Starlight's character... She she is not just harassed by the deep. It's yeah. like a group of them, like Homelander, Black Noir, A Train. The deep yeah. is nowhere to be found. Like the deep is just inconsequent. <laughs> he's just uh, he's around. I mean, they got that part um, accurate because he's kind of the same way in the show right yeah. now. Oh, but Kevin! It, it's like yeah, it's like it's it's them three, and I mean, even the writer said that she in the comic book her character just gets more roles because he wrote her with Huey. 
But if that moment hadn't happened, like if they didn't think that that would have worked, she was essentially there to be abused, which... I mean, not a good look on you, writer, but yeah, it's your comic book. We already know Mm -hmm. that it's ridiculous and bloody and stuff like that. I'm glad the show did not do that. I'm glad they give her a lot more props. Yeah, they I saw I I should have sent it to you because I saw it like the other day, an article about how the writers were good. They were correct in Mm -hmm. taking that out from the comics from Starlight's backstory, because then basically, like you said, she's there to be a punching bag. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not I like. (laughs) no that's that's all right no (laughs) that's just no we ain't doing that today (laughs) we are not doing that today and i feel like in the show the story that they are giving her where she's like actually has a brain and Mm -hmm. makes her own decisions yeah and realizes all this stuff about how she was brought up how the seven is corrupted how vod is corrupted how she wants to actually be a superhero and not just a figurehead like Good on ya. Good on ya. Good on ya for that. I I did like that she's actually being a superhero. I like that at the end she finally gets to have her old costume back because when yes. she was playing the game, she had that like weird the like, weird Barbie yeah, Barbie swimsuit. Sing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. One piece swimsuit, thigh high boot situation. Yeah. No. She was basically they basically <laughs> turned her into a sex symbol. Yeah, they did. And so. not a superhero. I do like that they gave her, her old um costume back. That was like a that was like a nice like yes, I laugh. Yeah, finally she had her moment where she was like, <laughs> big middle fingers, <laughs> right, big middle fingers, Homelander. Fuck you, literally. And can we also talk about Maeve finally kind of staring down finally. the barrel of her own gun with Homelander, yeah, saying and standing up and saying no. You will not have this hold over me anymore. If you do this, this video will get leaked and you will leave us alone. Yeah. And that, I, I'm, Homelander is still weird, still so weird. And I'm, I'm glad he, as a character, had that got knocked down a few pegs moment because mm-hmm. he, he needed it. A lot of his powers. He needed it. Oh, yeah. And I'm curious how in season three how that's going to shape him. Either that's going to make him continue to spiral downward, which I think is what's going to happen more than likely, or yeah. will he actually have some sort of good character development? Big question mark on that? I don't know. I feel like narratively that's going to make him spiral so far down the straight up evil path. He already is evil, he's already but evil. he's like super villain gonna get like super wild evil. Mm, yeah. I could see that. I could see, I mean, again, we're we're not at the part or like I don't know what's going to happen. We're separating from the comic books a lot more, so I don't even have that in my corner. But <laughs> I think that he is going to spiral some more. I really want to know, like, Jensen Ackles' character, is mm-hmm. that going to be a good guy where he's like, no, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. Stop. Yeah, like, or knock it off. is he going to be, you know, oh, you know, we fuck shit up in my day. This is how we do it. Because um, he's playing Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <And>, you yeah <laughs> and soldier boy is the one of the first heroes who got the combat mm-hmm. so it was stormfront who used to be um Voss. liberty yeah liberty and then soldier boy who got that compound v when um 
Vought came over during, you know, Operation Paperclip and the Americans were just like, hey, give us some super juice. Yeah. So I I wonder how he's going to be. Is it like he's old and so he's just like, ah, fuck this shit? Or is he old and it's just like, ah, bitches and hoes? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is he going to no. be morally upstanding or is he going to be more of a dude bro? Yeah, is he going to be more Which, of a dude bro? <laughs> I, it's going to be interesting to see if he does get the more morally upstanding side of it. Because from what I have seen, which is very little because I'm still scared of, <laughs> of Supernatural, he's more of the hardened, like, scruffy, bro, fuck shit up. At first, that's my impression, because, again, yes. I've seen very little. Very little. <laughs> yeah. So, in Supernatural, that's kind of the, his character. My impression of his character, very early, that's, like, not even half of season one. Because, again, scared. <laughs> not scary. Well, Supernatural fans are going to come for you for Dean. Um, I No, like, here's the thing. I love Dean, but <laughs> the show got me scared, man. I got I to gotta get out of it. I got to actually just watch it and get to the point where it's not, not scary, scary yeah. and then I'll be fine. No, um, his character in Supernatural, and we can, we can talk about this just because, again, it's Eric Kripke mm-hmm. who did Supernatural, and they mm-hmm. even said that having him with them is bringing a lot of, like, nice nice Supernatural vibes. Yeah. So, um... Even the music <laughs> in The Boys is very yeah. Supernatural-esque. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, um... Jason Knuckles' character in Supernatural, he starts off more as, like, a frat boy, but mm-hmm. he's still very by the book. Like, he's still, mer- like, very... That's fair. Upstanding. That's fair. It's um, Sam's character who has a lot of kind of wrestling with. Like, he's... That's basically Dean is there to be big brother. Like, he is an epitome of, you know, I mess with my little brother, but you better not... You better not mess with him. Yeah. It's only me. So, I mean, that's, that's why, like... It, are they going to have him playing the same character, or are they going to go, like, completely 180? Like, um, I mean, it's supernatural. It's all over the internet, so this is not a spoiler, because I'm still trying to convince you to watch it. <laughs> In Supernatural, he turns into a demon, and so... There I knew is, that much. There's a couple episodes of, quote-unquote, Demon Dean that <laughs> is not even, like, super evil. It's just hilarious and douchey. <laughs> <laughs> So kind of like love him for that. Kind of like what they tried to do with Toby Maguire when he had Venom, a the symbiote. <laughs> like there is there's a part where he's basically messing with bar patrons by like, you know, roughened biker bar patrons mm-hmm. by saying I'm too sexy just on repeat. <laughs> like okay. That's his song is the I'm too sexy song. So, I mean, that's that's, that's funny. supernatural Dean. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see him. I'm I'm sad and glad that we finished the season. A lot happened. Yes. Um, it was just it was so good. It was so good. It was so great. I'm glad <laughs> I took that nap so I could actually finish watching it. Yeah. Cause I'm glad I did. Yeah, I'm really that wasn't gonna be wasn't gonna do us no favors. Yeah, it was not because I mean it's not gonna make it, you know, come back any faster. Yeah. But now we have to pick a new show and speaking of new shows, we have just started American Gods. The- Whoa <laughs> Whoa Neil Gaiman got us again. <laughs> Whoa Whoa <laughs> Neil Gaiman What the fuck Fuck my guy. <laughs> Cause boy is this show weird and I love it. 
I love it so much. Can we first, Ian McShane, Ian motherfucking McShane. How dare you? How dare you be so kind? I know. He is fantastic. I still haven't figured out if he's supposed to be like Odin or if he's supposed to be Thor. Like he's the Norse. He's Norse mythology. He's Norse mythology. For sure. He's but Odin. I mean, he I thought so. Very early when he says today is my day, Wednesday, that is Odin's day. Okay. See, I, that's the th- that's the part that I knew like Thursday is Thor's day. Mm-hmm. So that would have, but when he said Wednesday, that's why I, I did not know. Mr. Wednesday. Yeah, I did not know that that was Odin's day. I don't know a whole lot about Norse mythology. I know a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was super cool. Um, I love how it's not only like one pantheon it's all of them oh yeah like every single pantheon from ever not only just every single pantheon but you have i mean i before i started watching the show which i did not actually get to finish the fit uh the first season because the person i was watching with decided to ditch me um before i started reading um watching i read the book Oh, okay. Which was a weird book. It it jumps a lot more than even the TV show does. So they did a very good oh, job wow. just kind of interpreting that. But that's basically like, you know, the synopsis of the book is it's old god versus new gods. And yes. these new god, like new American gods. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> of technology tv that's why you had mm-hmm. um, i love lucy the I lucille love lucy. ball she was like people people uh praise me they have me in their laps it's not that they're praising i love lucy they're praising the television the television yeah so, and then there's also um uh technical boy yep technical boy so you have like new god of technology um i think mr world has like a like a brief Thing. Have not met Mr. World yet. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I've looked at the cast list, so I know, like, Demeter is in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. World. I was like, who the hell is Mr. World? What the fuck? Yes. Like, some of these, I'm like, okay, like, I recognize what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm... all the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> type cast. Even though you played a nice, normal guy in Back to the Future, you let them typecast you after the whole movie with the rats. Just saying. <laughs> Hey, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> but I mean, um, there are so many, like, the old gods. I freaked out when they had uh, Anubis. I yes. was, because when um, you have that whole scene, I'm like, ooh, she's going to die. And she does. You just don't see it, which was an interesting play on what the spirit sees and does after mm-hmm. you're actually gone, which is fine. Like, it was a cool play on that, because she just kept going like it was nothing, but then all of a sudden this cat shows up, and I'm like, oh, cool, she has a cat. But then the yes. but then Anubis shows up, and I'm like, ooh, he's death. Yeah. Like, I thought he was just, like, death, but no, he's straight up Anubis. He's Anubis. And, and I am obsessed, obsessed with Egyptian <laughs> mythology. So I was like, oh my god. When he was like, I'm gonna take you to the scales, I was like, yes, the scales! He He's gonna weigh your heart against a feather. I like. That, I love. I oh. love the actor who plays Anubis. He, yes, he's, he's so that, good. Like, deep, like the deep voice. Oh yes. Him. Also, like who? Um, he's. He's also with the guy who was writing the book where you see him like the very first episode mm-hmm. where it's just like it was raining or whatever. Yes. I can't remember the god's name. It's also an Egyptian god. It's. Oh, I would have to look that up, and I don't have time for that. But um. I love that whole thing where she's, you know, she's just like, my kids are not going to taste it. And so he, you know, tasted it for yeah. her, being very gentle. With he her was very, and, then, and that's, 
canonically in Egyptian mythology, that's what Anubis was. He was your guide mm-hmm. to weigh your heart against, you know, your against a feather to weigh your good and bad deeds in life. Mm-hmm. And if you were deemed good, like your heart was deemed good, you went to the Dwat. Yeah. Which I'm like, they had it all. Yeah. I was like, oh wow. God. They. I was like, I was impressed. I was like, they have it right. Yeah. That, <laughs> it was that beautiful. Was so, so cool. It was really cool, really beautifully done. <laughs> but it, like, they took a very sad moment and made it. It was still sad, but it wasn't as heavy. Yeah. It was very. It, it was, was very, very light peaceful. and very... And peaceful is a good word. Yeah. Yes, it was very peaceful, very... You know, he told her, your family will find you. They'll be sad for a time, but they will find peace and happiness again to put her at rest. Yeah. He was very much the soothing, it's okay, come yeah. on, let's go to the next chapter of your afterlife. Yeah. It was beautiful. So made beautiful. me cry a little bit. Made me tear. I mean, I I love that interaction just because you also, like, you kind of see that these old gods, like, the gods themselves in general, new mm-hmm. and old, will mess with just regular people. Yes. So you do have a moment of, no, we can also be fair and just and gentle, too, because that's what yeah. it was like. She was just like, I I talked back. I I hated people I wasn't supposed to hate. Like, yeah. And it was still, he still just smiles at her. It's like, you were, your best was enough. So, it, was, it was nice to was see the duality scene. of mm-hmm. the gods and seeing the chaoticness of Mr. Wednesday and all of the other yeah. gods that Shadow has met to Anubis, who is very... you can, He has this power and he has this aura. You can tell he is a god, mm-hmm. but he is also kind, gentle, gentle yeah. and to see that duality is beautifully done. Yeah, it is beautifully done. I love that moment. I... Um, there was another moment that I loved too, and I can't remember exactly what it was. It could have been. It could have been more. It could have been further in because you do see him again. Um, yeah, that's that's a different episode. Mm-hmm. But I love um, when it actually aired. I think it's the second episode where you see Anansi. Um, yes, which, which I I love the actor who, who plays played, him, yes. and I love his aura as a god, like as a god character. He is, and he's an African god, of, yeah, like um, not a trickster, not but trickster, a bit of a trickster, kind of, yeah, and like, like I, yeah, Fafi, it was stuff like that. It was the spider animation that I couldn't get behind. I'm I'm terrified of spiders, and I was like, oh, I don't like that. And like <laughs> I was like, you're really cool, you're really awesome as a character, but I can't watch right now because spiders at, freak me out. <laughs> at least it was a small, normal sized spider. There is a movie where there yeah. is a giant spider in a room that just pops out of nowhere, and I like I can't even watch clips of that. Anyway, <laughs> but I mean, when it came out, that was kind of one of those big things that you know. Here is the black American experience yeah. being exposed. Oh, yeah. People did not like that. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you don't like to be reminded of what's actually happening in the world? Ooh, interesting. <laughs> but, I mean, that was also a good, like, that was a very, very powerful speech from him. Um, very powerful. I love... Just very cut and dry, like, hit to the bone, like, nope, this is what happens. No, I mean, that's... And it's like, it... Yeah. Historically, there was a missing ship where they revolted and burned it down. Yes. And sank, sank the ship with them on it. Like, they were just like, we're we're not going to go further with this. And so, 
you do I do like that where he was just like see now you're getting it you're getting angry Mm -hmm. and I also loved how his accent changed so you see like you know he has the kind of uh, smooth cat daddy accent Mm -hmm. it goes to African and then it goes to like southern like ATL kind of accent then back to you know smooth jazz and then like it just flip flop when he's talking about you've got you know another hundred years and a hundred years and a hundred years that he's basically living them simultaneously so I love I just wanted it was that no that (laughs) no that that moment was beautiful like beautiful in the sense of like it 100% exposed the reality and the way that his the actor's name is Orlando Jones. Yes. Love him. The way that love he him. played that character and brought that anger and that just react like that reality to life to these to these people that were being brought over for slavery that they haven't even lived this yet. But he's mm-hmm. like, nah, this is what's gonna happen. Three hundred years of bullshit. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, no, nope. nope. And they they revolted and burned it. And like, mm-hmm. yes, it was a cool moment. I also enjoyed that moment that very, cool very much. Moment. Um, <laughs> oh, weird. Because I did tell you, I warned you. I was like, I forgot how weird. It's weird. Is. The reason why I um, remembered it was while I was watching, I got to that scene with the Bisquith, the black lady. Oh, yep. And her paramours. We're not going to go into it. We are explicit, yeah. but we don't need to go into detail. Yeah, we don't need to go into that. I was I was like, oh, oh. You know, again, here is where you see that the old gods are starting yeah. to fade away. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that you learn. Like, there is a reason, one, that Mr. Wednesday is trying to gather all of them together. But it's yes. also, there is a reason why he has not faded just yet. Uh-huh. She is starting to fade, and so that's how she's getting, like, she's staying present, is that she is basically being worshipped one by one by these people that she's hooking up with. Yeah. So I... As long as the worship continues, yeah, as long as the God continues. does not die. Yeah. Um, again, another... I. You know what? Let me say this. As a black woman, that you cannot see that I am black... Big ups to American gods for the diversity and for including a lot of Egyptian and African gods. Yes. You usually only see maybe Egyptian, but it's a a little whitewash like that movie. It is. Or you see a lot of Greek gods or Norse gods. And then that's it. You forget there's other pantheons. So mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, American gods. And thank you, Neil Gaiman, for... Yeah, thank <laughs> for you, Neil Gaiman. All these, all these gods. So. And that, that I think that is my favorite part of this whole show, is that they don't just do the pantheon that everyone has got, grown comfortable with, mm-hmm. that everybody already knows. They also do other pantheons that you never even knew existed because it's been so focused on the white ones. Yeah. You know? So So it's like, hey guys, guess what? There's African gods. There are Arabic gods. There are Egyptian gods. Yeah. There are all kinds of other gods out there and all kinds of other pantheons. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. So good. She's a beautiful woman and I only mention her because I want her because there was a rumor that she might be playing Storm when they bring mutants back. Ooh, I would love her as Storm. 
storm. storm. <gasps> yes. Um, but we we um we have to move on from American Gods. It's only going to get weirder. But oh. speaking of MCU, you know, oh. we love to talk about Ooh. the MCU. Oh, we love it. <laughs> we love you it. know, we started watching a, a Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh boy! That first episode. Oh boy! It's a. It's it was exciting. It was interesting, and. I did not realize this. This is something that I had to look up. Um, one thing the that you have to realize is the timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier originally, before the pandemic, was supposed to air first before WandaVision. Ah. So that's why WandaVision with um, Captain Rambo. That's not Captain Rambo. Agent Rambo. Agent Rambo. Monica Rambo. <laughs> Monica. Um, that's why her flashback Spectrum. was five years ago. Mm-hmm. And when they're talking about Sam, that he came back that was only... Um, well, no, that when she came back, when she came back into existence after the five years, that was three years ago. Yeah. After Sam came back and what events are happening, that was three months. Yeah, so... so that was something I had to look up because I was like, wait! And then I was like, oh, right, this was supposed mm-hmm. to be her first. So that was also a big thing. I... I love Anthony Mackie. He's hilarious. Anthony Mackie is so great. <laughs> He's so cool. He's just cool. He just brings such a swagger to Sam as a character that you're just like he's just like that that cool that, that cool. like cool like that cool cat you know <laughs> kind of swagger where you're just like okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, same with same with Sebastian Stan. I mean, yeah, man, Sebastian Stan. He they cut his hair. They cut his his glorious locks. His glorious <laughs> luscious locks. Bucky now has the short hair that we I saw know. him first in with, um, the he first Avenger. Yeah, he did need a haircut though. Like I got, it was getting a little stringy. Yeah, a little greasy. Stringy. And also, you know, he's on the down low because now people know about the Winter Soldier, so yep. he can't just keep the long hair. That's why you see him with the gloves and everything um i love him with the therapist like yes i wish that um you know there are more therapists who will like just cut through the bullshit i mm-hmm. like those kinds of therapists i mean therapists who are gentle like some people need that kind of gentle hand but you could tell with him when she's just like i know when you're lying you had a yeah. Tell me about the night. He needs to be. He needs to be called out. <laughs> he needs to be called out. So that was that was really fun. Um, it was a fun moment because people don't realize because all they see is a lot of people don't realize that all they see is like the Winter Soldier. He was a mercenary. Mm-hmm. He was evil. Now he's good. It's so much more than that. He was brainwashed tortured. He has lived and seen his loved ones die in front of him while he does not age. I mean, you you have several levels of PTSD. Like, even if he had like, changed into the Winter Soldier. Even before that, when he was captured by Hydra. Yeah. Like, here is a man who was in World War II. Like, he was in an actual war. So that's a level of PTSD. So, you know, you have that. You have him being tortured by Hydra. That's another level. That's another level. Falling off of a cliff and nearly dying, but being brought back to life as the Winter Soldier. Another level. And then getting brainwashed into being a super soldier. Like Another level. To slowly get his memories back of not only about his past life, but everything that he's done. There's another level of that. Realizing that all his friends are dead. Even before Steve decided to go back in time and just stay there. Yep. Like all the people. His friends, his his family, family, his parents. He had all gone. Now, again, here's another here's another step. Steve is now gone, too. Like, at least he still had, you know, Captain America and Steve Rogers. 
But Steve decided he was going to stay back with Peggy Carter so he could he could get his happiness, which, I mean, do you, boo? I have my own thoughts on which did. <laughs> Same. Timelines don't say that, like... Timelines don't work that way. Time does not work that way. Here's, here's Steve. All, yeah, right, Steve. Um, here's all I will say. You you basically went back in time to live out your current history. So you knew that Hydra was in S.H.I.E.L.D. that whole time. And you just let that happen. You knew your friend was being <laughs> brainwashed by Hydra. Yep. And you just let that happen. You knew that... Um, uh, Iron Man's parents, Tony Stark, was going to die, so you let that one happen. Like, you had all this foresight. You had all this foresight of what was going to go down. Like, even if not just actual history, but at least foresight of your friends' lives. And you, I mean, you couldn't do anything, but you also still did not try and stop it. So, I'll just, you know, that's food for thought. People don't really think about that. Um... Yeah, but it's interesting to see finally you're seeing all these levels of what Bucky has got. I love Bucky so much. I love, I love Bucky. <laughs> we love Bucky. I love I love him. He's one of my favorite characters of all time in the MCU mm-hmm. because of how well he is written oh, in yeah. terms of the mental illness experience, the PTSD experience, the depression experience. He's very you could tell the writers when they made his comics and when the writers, the Russo brothers, when they wrote him as a character, even Sebastian Stan, they really did a good job of showing the actual reality of what it's like, mm-hmm. of what it really is like, not the sugar-coated, made-for-TV you know, stuff that we get fed all all too often. Yeah. It is the actual reality. And as a person with one of those mental illnesses and a lot of my own PTSD, thank you so much, guys, for actually showing what we're really like and what the daily struggle of that is like. Because it's hard in multiple ways that most people don't even know. Oh, yeah. No, they definitely bring a... bring that up to light so that was that's it's really nice to have that kind of honest look at it you're not glamorizing it you're not just brushing over it so I did like Mm -hmm. that um you know we've been talking about him a lot but this whole thing with the old man the Asian the the old Asian man that is not going to go well. That no. he is setting himself up for heartbreak. When when mm-hmm. I realized when he started talking about his son, and I was like, oh, Me no. too. I had that you moment can't. of, oh, no. Because, oh, no. I mean, originally when he was just like, well, we're going to go have lunch. We're going to go have lunch. I was, I was trying to look up his character's name because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, wasn't that guy that used to be on the Howling Commandos? And, like, now he's, you know, 100 and something, and he actually looks it. And so, yeah. you know, he recognized it and was just like, ah, oh, my old buddy. Yeah, but, I thought so, too. But, no. no it was uh, it's the son of the boy that the winter soldier killed because that wasn't Bucky that was the winter soldier Soldier, but I know like he's supposed to be doing his whole thing making amends yeah he's like I used to be the winter soldier on Bucky Barnes and this and I am making amends like it's harder when it's you killed an innocent yes but being friends with him again that is not going to go well not at all he's going to break his little heart I did love that he tried to date some girl I mean she was really nice I think she's probably going to come back conservation of characters yeah so that'll be nice to see her I wonder when he's going to tell this guy that I've basically been hanging out with you because I feel super guilty that I killed your son 
Yeah, like that, no sugar coat, no yeah. bullshit. That is exactly what Bucky's doing because he's too scared to tell him. Mm-hmm. And that's going to not go well at all. Nope. And the other struggles that we see are Sam with his family. His family business has been struggling and going downhill because of the blip. Yeah. The blip happened and his sister was left alone to try to keep the family business afloat when it was already not going well to begin with. Yeah, it was already it was already kind of just like normal small business. Like mm-hmm. They they made enough to keep it afloat, like to keep repairs, to have a comfortable life. Um, but after the blip, when she had to take care of it, like just by herself, you know. One, there's not as many people to sell to. Um, two, yeah. it sounded like um, Sam actually helped her a lot with a lot of that stuff. And yeah. so he wasn't there to handle that, protect her. She, Like she said, she's like, I was alone with two kids and had to figure shit out. Yeah, had to survive for and, five years, which good for her. Right, good for her. Like, damn. And I mean, I know on a... Um, just on like a, a level that people don't really realize is kind of just normal. Um, when she mentions that she tried to go to the bank to even just get another loan or not get another loan. To consolidate. To consolidate. And they basically laughed her out of the office. <clears throat> that is something that happens a lot to a, to a woman. And that's mm-hmm. something that happens a lot to black women. Absolutely. So when he was just like, I'll try and come, like, you know, he's going to use his celebrity to help because he wants to keep the business. She's just like, I'm ready to sell. Um, yeah. One, she was proven right. And so I did like a little brother sister moment of, oh, so you just gonna do that when I'm right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love their dynamic as brother and sister because it's very much like you can tell he's the older sibling. He's mm-hmm. there to protect her and she's trying to be the, you know, young, not rebellious, but like young sibling trying to be like, no, I don't, I don't need your protection when yeah. she does in some, in some ways still. Yeah. So I, I love, I love their interactions together. I love that she's still like working hard trying to keep everything afloat and he just kind of swoops in, like, swoops through, like, oh, yeah, how's it going? Oh, you know, she she ain't doing right, but I'm here. Like, yeah, I, I would, her look on her face, I think we've all felt if we've had, an, like, an older sibling who's just come through and just charmed the pants out of people who've, who've, like, been yelling at you or been, like, treating you, like, nasty, you just kind of want to be like, man, I ought to slap the crap out of you, man. <laughs> See, as a, as a only child, I have never had that experience yeah it is is definitely experience when you're just like i'm doing all this hard work i finally got like to a good enough like oh yeah they they respect me enough that they're not bullying me and then your older sibling comes through everybody's like you know high-fiving kikiing and you're just like you gotta kidding me (laughs) he's like oh okay that's fine yeah you're just like that's cool thank you yeah and like it's that that dynamic was interesting to see because Mm -hmm. it instantly put into perspective for you okay he was the one before the blip that That held it together right and to see to see like the struggles that they're going through but like not like because of the blip it's it's because of the blip but also because of you know just so socioeconomic trends. So, yeah. Yeah. Socioeconomic trends, who, you know, who she is as a um, black woman mm-hmm. and who he who he is as a well-known uh, celebrity black man. It, But still, even then, they had to deny him and they blamed it on the blip. Yeah. 
because of the five years of missing income. Yeah. And you would think that they wouldn't tighten up on that. Yeah. Yeah. I see here you were part of, you were blipped, so we'll forgive that. Yeah. No, they're like, no, we tightened it up. Like, no, he had to be a douche about it. So that, that was some bullshit. But also, the government did Sam so wrong when Sam did the right thing by giving up Steve Shield because he, he like, he didn't like, he did the easy thing. (laughs) Not necessarily the right thing. He did the easy thing because he didn't, he says that it feels like it belongs to somebody else, that it belongs to Steve, that it's not his. Steve can be Captain America. Which... Is very lovely. Very lovely. That's nice, but no. No, no Sam. No, Sam. No, Sam. You're just scared. That's, I think he was scared. He was scared, and that's exactly what it was. He was scared to take over that mantle. Um, that's something that even Rhodey said. Like, he was just like, dude, he gave you the shield for a reason. Mm-hmm. I see that, you know, you feel some type of way about it, but you need to reconsider. Yeah. I don't agree. And I love, I mean, just side note, I love that him and Rhodey are friends now. Oh, and yeah. Cheadle. Don Cheadle, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Mackie. But, oh, I yes. I mean, that was kind of one of the things that even Tony didn't like the, um, like Sam about was that when uh, Rhodey got into his accent, they were aiming for Sam and Sam dipped and Rhodey was right behind him. Yeah. And Sam couldn't catch him in time. So I, I like that they've, you know, buried the hatchet. They get to be sarcastic and jokey together again. Mm-hmm. Um, just like that that government guy, like, oh, you did the right thing, Sam. Like, I felt some type of way about that. Yeah. Like, so you were planning this the whole time. He did the right thing because you didn't want him to be Captain yeah. America. You, yeah, exactly. Because you didn't want him to be Captain America. Like, he's a like he's a decorated mm. Air Force cap, like, flyer. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, like, he is a decorated <laughs> Air Force Heck, pilot. I'm sorry, he is the, the fucking hell? Falcon. Who's the, the fucking fuck? Falcon? He's who's still doing work for the Air Force. And <laughs> hey, that was a good ride. Right? The yeah, because who the schmuck. hell is the schmuck um, that they put hashtag. in a new Captain We're America hashtag. suit? Looks, <laughs> which looks <laughs> weird. <laughs> which looks weird, by the way. The new suit looks weird. He's in, but he's the one thing that comes to I know, mind, but I mean, like, even so, things. I'm like... But the one thing that comes to mind is he is in an episode of Black Mirror, the one with the virtual reality helmets. You mm-hmm. don't know what I'm talking about. No. I, that's another thing. I will make you watch that too. There's a list. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we're staring at a list right now. We're staring at a list right now because we need to figure out some stuff. But um, I mean, I didn't recognize him without the beard because he he's known for having kind of like this blondish ginger beard. But I mean, I. <sighs> schmuck he's still a schmuck even if the actor is pretty nice um, <laughs> it it feels like they're basically doing you know how they did in the origin of captain america um, yeah where he's just wearing the suit to be you know just to sing the songs and to sell the to bonds. be the figurehead yeah but he's not actually going to be saving anyone like he doesn't know how to use that shield yeah that, and then and i had a question like did they really take the shield out of the museum to give to the schmuck that was my thought too i'm like like, did they really give him the actual shield or is it a replica? They better have they not used the replica. I know they better have used a replica and not the actual shield because if it's the actual <laughs> shield and to spitting so mad, like if it's the actual shield, I've got words like I so we many words, words for that government guy. Like, oh my god, is it next Friday yet? Because I need to know that this guy gets taken down a peg and Sam just bursts in there like, what the hell? I mean, at some point, either it's a it's a um, it's a flashback or he gets the shield back but I mean in all the trailers you see him practicing with the shield so right 
something happens. Something that. happens, obviously, because he gets mm. the shield somehow. Like, does he confront in the next episode? Is that like a next episode thing where he confronts the guy and is like, no. I will do what Steve asked of me and be Captain America. How does that go down? Or does he just straight up steal it? I mean, he could straight up steal it or Bucky could straight up steal it because they still have to get together. Right now, Bucky is ignoring Sam when Sam is Mm -hmm. reaching out. So at some point, Bucky gets his head out of his ass and is just like, hey, why aren't you Captain America? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, so at some point that happens. And I, I'm just so enraptured already between the fight choreography. Oh, yeah. Like, good. and the um, flight and the flight scenes and dog fights that Sam is in as the Falcon. Oh, yeah. How they shot that with that the, cool. like, the GoPro angle of, like, it's mm-hmm. right attached to Sam's. I loved that. Also, that scene, I love that little Easter egg callback for uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, with the guy, the Moroccan guy. Yeah. Who was looking, smirking, and talking so much shit. Mm-hmm. He was the Moroccan guy that Steve basically beat the crap out of when he was just like, oh, you're not gonna take the helmet off and you can't just fight with a shield. And he's like, all right, man. <laughs> like, all right, you asked like for it. Like the very first scene on that boat. So I recognized him. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really nice callback. I Because nice I recognized callback. that too. It was enjoyable. It was. Oh, man. Um, I want it to be Friday. I, I need another episode. Friday. I need it. Yeah, I, this is the bad thing. Again, I am a I am a spoiler goblin. I want to know. So here's, <laughs> where, here's where I fight with myself, especially when it's new shows that release every week. Should I just wait? <laughs> So you can just binge it? But that's weeks, though. I know. I'm not going to do that for the podcast. And see, like, I... So with some new shows that I'm super hyped about, especially these ones, I love the anticipation. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I... I love the anticipation of just waiting for the show to come out. Every it's kind of like a sense of like community. Everyone's getting hyped together. Yeah. And when it comes out, everybody sucks, is yeah. talking about it. It's like when we didn't have um, DVR, but Bef- even before then, mm-hmm. we had to record air quotes with VHS tapes. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. But I'm excited. We're yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen next. I I mean we kind of know like they have to get together. But yeah. they got to get together. Excited. Well, thank you guys for sharing with us in all of our excitement. That's going to be the time that we have for today. If you guys liked this episode, please share it with your friends, your family, post about it on your socials, share it with people you love, you hate. I don't care. Get it out there. Leave us a comment, a review um, on our website, reviewqueenspodcast.com. We've also got all of our socials of Instagram, review.queens.podcast, Twitter, reviewqueenspod, and our Facebook. Thank you guys again so much for joining us today, and long may we reign. Long may we reign.